0: Hey, what is up, ISM family? We are coming to you from the ISM show. Yo, what's up, ISM family? Uh, I'm excited because this is our very first episode of the ISM show. The ISM show exists so that we can interview students like you and your leaders across the state just so we can encourage you guys a little bit, give you a little bit of leadership advice, give you something fun to watch and just connect to and so we can all stay in community. Uh, This is just going to be weekly content that we're going to be bringing to you but you guys are going to be the driving force behind the ISM show. So students, if you've got an incredible testimony, if there's an incredible story that you want to share, if we see one of you doing some incredible stuff for Speed the Light or if we see uh, some of you guys doing some awesome stuff for your youth ministry please understand that I'm probably going to be giving you a call because I'm going to want to interview you uh, on the ISM show so we're going to be kicking it over to a couple of our amazing guests right now with me this morning I have Cole Callies and Josh Hinesman Cole uh, is uh, is a college student at North Central University Josh from Evangel. Uh, Both of their years got cut short, so what we're going to be doing is just kind of talking to them about what they're doing to kind of stay sane during the quarantine, and we're also going to be talking to them a little bit about what they're doing to publish their faith and to serve their leaders where they're at right now. Hopefully you guys love some of the content, and please be sure to be interactive uh, throughout this whole show. There's going to be times when you can comment, you can like some different things, and you'll have uh, an ability to win uh, some sweet ISM merchandise. Cool? Cool. Let's go. Uh, You guys are home from college. Your year got cut short, right? (laughs) Yup. Which, which is, is, so does that stink or were you like a little bit excited about that? Were you like, okay, so, or, or.
1: I was definitely excited.
0: You were excited. (laughs) I was excited. So you're at North Central University. So uh, Dr. Hagen, I just want to let you know if you're watching the show, (laughs) Cole was excited to leave uh minneapolis and come back home because he he is you're a little bit of a mama's boy though aren't you <laughs> i mean i
1: guess a little bit <laughs>
2: just say yeah <laughs> no, you
1: Therese, your no if you're watching I'm this i'm good
0: <laughs> cole is not a mama's boy and he says he doesn't like you or you're cooking earlier that was an earlier conversation josh can verify i can yeah it's true So anyways, uh, guys, just to kind of kick things off and get the conversation started just a little bit, um, I I just have a really deep and serious question for you. If you could have one cereal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Lucky Charms. (laughs) I knew you would say that.
2: So you see, it's a perfect ratio, lots of sugar, marshmallows, and then you just eat the little wheat bites and get them out of the way. Perfect ratio of just marshmallows and milk and then...
0: See, I don't oh, know. The, like, I don't know. But I, good yeah. for you. Uh, it's, okay, first of all, it's not good for you. Second of all, Lucky Charms is probably the most overrated cereal on the planet. It's not. You take away the marshmallows, what have you got? Nothing. <laughs> you got the wheat. You've got wheat. You've got... You take you said, away the wheat, though. you got marshmallows. It doesn't like marshmallows. Well, marshmallows isn't cereal. The marshmallows mm-hmm. are a part of the cereal. And I said... So, so, for me, the obvious answer here is Golden Grams. I mean, you're talking about the perfect... Cereal—it doesn't need marshmallows. It's got—it's got all the flavor contained in its perfect little golden morsel. It's—it's—it it doesn't get soggy in the milk. It's crunchy. It yeah. carries a consistent all flavor. All
2: cereal gets soggy.
0: <laughs> no, no, but it doesn't get soggy as quickly. It never
1: gets soggy.
2: <laughs> well, it doesn't get
0: soggy as quickly. It doesn't get soggy as quickly. Like well, Lucky Charms. If it didn't have the marshmallows, it would be nothing. Lucky Charms is Sonny and Cher, right? Like Cher is what makes it. Sonny is just the awkward part, but like you have to take them both. It's just, it's just, that makes no sense whatsoever. I have no idea what I'm talking about right now. Does anybody even know who Sonny and Cher is? Probably not. Cole, what's yours? What's your go-to? Uh,
1: Honey Bunches and Oats. Yeah, I didn't what? know we had uh, Old Man yeah. on the
0: show. Oh, good, yeah, I gotta keep that fiber up. You got, <laughs> well, I guess that when that you're, fiber? I guess like when you're in your uh, 90s. You
1: got the grain, it tastes good, it tastes like honey. You're good to go. It taste
0: okay. Well, it does taste like honey, yes. because they have to pour it over all the filth you're eating.
1: Um, <laughs> I mean, you got your source of grain. That's all you need. got source you need. Of grain. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's all
0: you need.
2: Can you tell me everything that's in the honey punch right. of the vote? All right, so honey <laughs> hey, we're, gonna, and
0: we're gonna kick it back to you guys. We want you to leave uh, your favorite cereal <laughs> in the comments below. Uh, let us know what you think if you agree with, with Josh and you think Lucky Charms, overrated, is the best cereal out there. If you're a honey bunches of oats kind of person or if you're choosing God's favorite cereal, Golden Grahams, uh, then just go ahead and leave that in the in the quotes below. Or maybe you have uh, your own favorite cereal. Maybe it's something we didn't mention. Go ahead and throw that down there, too. And uh, what we'll do is we'll just pick out our favorite answer and we'll throw you some ISM merch. So make sure that you are commenting, you're responding, uh, and you're giving shout-outs to everybody who's on the show. So Honey Bunches of Oats, Lucky, Lucky Charms, Lucky Charms. Okay, so Pastor Eric Scottberg, if you're out there, Josh Heinzman agrees with you. What we do know is that is that every junior high girl in the state of Illinois all of a sudden likes Lucky Charms, which is great. <laughs> um, and then uh, we also have Golden Grahams, uh, but leave your favorite cereal as well. Now, serious, more serious question, and, and, and honestly, like, we've just been in the middle of, like, one of the craziest seasons that we've ever really been in. And uh, with, with with kind of like the coronavirus and uh, everybody being quarantined and all of the youth ministries kind of having to shut their physical doors, uh, we've just kind of had to change the way that we've done youth ministry uh, over the past month or so. And uh, I, I know that there's a lot of things that are discouraging about this, but I, I think there's been a lot of things that have been really encouraging about this season as well. Like, wouldn't you guys agree with that? Like, I mean, I'm seeing students from all over the state of Illinois publishing their faith right now, uh, g- going online, sharing their testimony, singing songs, sharing artwork, um, just just reading scripture, and just just talking about what it means to them. You know, one of the things that uh, we we said online uh, a couple of weeks ago is that is that the enemy uh, can can try to discourage us with the closing. Of 300 churches, but what I have seen is 3,000 churches kind of moving uh, to an online forum. I think there's people that are being reached with Jesus uh, that haven't been reached uh, with Jesus before. I think this has been a really incredible uh, time for us. Um, But the question I have for you guys specifically in this moment is like, what are you doing right now to publish your faith? And why do you think it's so important to like, get online and, 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 and stop crying about there not being a physical youth ministry, but become the youth ministry. Cole, I've seen you do a lot of stuff like with Publish Your Faith and like getting online and doing some testimony stuff. What For you, like why are you doing that? And what would you say to our other Illinois students right now about why it's important to get out there and, and share your heart?
1: Uh, so the reason why I... I wanted to do that is because honestly I was was inspired by other students that were going out and doing it and so I thought it would be fun to join them and to uh, also be a part of the Publish Your Faith movement and you know throw it out there on social media because I do believe now people are turning more towards social media and the internet more than ever Um, especially uh, the church body is now going online way more and just looking online um, more than they have in the past, and so I just think it's a it's a really like cool and neat way to just you know get it out there, and it's kind of like you know it's not so I guess uh, I mean it, it can be taken differently, but I it's not super awkward. Whereas you know you have like the whole face-to-face interaction, I guess, um, which I think we definitely need that. But like in this time, especially, it's like a, a way for us to you know get out there, put our feet in the or our Step through the door of like actually taking the time to be an uh, evangelist and to talk about that, uh, talk about what God's doing in our lives. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. And what was the second part you asked? Uh, Why do you think it's important? Why do you think, you do think it's important? Think it's important? Um, I just, you know, I definitely think it's important because it's like, you know, in this time, nobody, it's like you said, it's very stressful very weird it can be very scary for some people mm-hmm. um especially for people who do not have their hope in Christ and they don't know where to turn to or where to go um so, and there's a lot of you know like everyone's trying to like numb everything and find like just closure in being online or trying to you know fill their time doing something so just it's it's important to you know just throw it out there let them know that it's going to be okay uh, god is here he is with us he's uh, loving us through this whole thing and um, that alone is uh enough to uh help us and lead us through this time
0: yeah yeah I, I i totally agree with that and you know one of the things that i think is so cool about this whole situation and, and we need to take positives right uh I, I think if we were just to think about this in the context of the virus, there's nothing cool about it. But we, we have to find some light in this. And one of the, one of the, one of the sources of light uh, that I'm seeing in this is that it's absolutely shaken us from our routines. You know, as a youth pastor for, for many, many years, one of the things that I always tried to get my students to do was to stop abdicating the responsibility of spreading the gospel and telling people about Jesus just to the youth pastor, And when you can't meet in a youth group, in a traditional youth group, I think it's forced students. I think it's I think it's really pushed students to use this opportunity to share their faith. Right, Josh. I mean, like, would you agree with that? So, like, Josh, what would you say to uh, students across Illinois right now about what they could be doing to serve their youth pastors in this time
2: Um, for that? I think one of the major things you can do is to let, like, your youth pastor know, like, you're still there. You're, like, that relationship is still being built. Like, yeah, we aren't able to meet at church all the time. We aren't, like, because of the, like, shutdown and everything, you're staying home. But it's still, like, not out of the question to reach out to your youth pastor and say, hey, I miss seeing you. I miss interacting with you. Like, because it's more than just going up on stage, preaching a sermon, and I'll see you guys later. It's, yeah, yeah. We want, like, leaders, we want to build relationships. Mm-hmm. We're not just here to... Make a name for ourselves, die, and nothing ever happens. We're here to take people with us, mm-hmm. uh, make the legacy, keep it growing, keep it moving. So to reach out to them and say, hey, like I know we're not meeting up as often as often as we were before, but um, I just want to let you know I love you, and um, I'm thinking about you and praying for you. Uh, it's just like showing that you're taking the extra step to keep that relationship there, keep that. Um, vulnerability that we long for as leaders yeah <laughs> whoa <laughs> 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 we long for uh, you being to, vulnerable right yeah, now yeah, like yeah. you were getting choked up yeah choked up. <laughs> yeah
0: so like i mean and i mean and it's in in, in like even I, I love what you were saying there like stay in community and stay in contact with your leaders like i think one of the most important things that students can be doing in this time to serve their leaders is actually Really, make an effort to get on the zoom calls, really make an effort to get on the Instagram live calls and really make an effort to invite your friends and share those times and, and, and don 't just get on the calls but like be interactive like if you 're on instagram uh, like comment say amen like say that that 's a good point like really be interactive and, and it 's crazy because it 's like you guys as students now have the ability more than ever to not just be spectators. But you actually have the ability to be interactive uh, on a level that you've never been able to be interactive before in, in your services. So, like, I love what you were saying. Stay in community. Cole, I love what you were saying. Make sure that you're publishing your faith. People need to hear uh, about your hope. And, 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 and I would also say uh, another thing that, that we need to be aware of is not just serving our youth pastors, but continuing to serve our missionaries. In this moment as well, and that's why I want to kick it over to an interview that I had uh, with just an absolute Illinois Student Ministries legend, uh, our, our National Speed the Light Director. Eric Hoffman is going to be on with me in this next segment. And what we're going to be talking about is how you guys can still maintain a heart for missions and for Speed the Light, even though you are not connected to a physical church building or a physical youth ministry anymore. You guys can still be using your creativity. You can still be using your time, gifts, talents, and abilities. Uh, to help raise money for our missionaries. Because listen, I've been talking to a lot of our missionaries, and I, I, I think they're full of faith. I, I wouldn't say that they're nervous, but they have some questions about how speed the light is going in moments of quarantine. So why don't you just go ahead and listen to this incredible interview that we were able to have uh, with Eric. Kaufman. Hi. Hi. How you doing? Uh, Well, hey, everybody, Uh, we are here with Eric Hoffman. uh, And we just want to give a huge amount of respect to Eric Hoffman. Not only is he uh, one of Illinois former DYDs, uh, but he is also the National Speed the Light Director. And uh, man, first of all, uh, we just want to say thanks for coming on and being a part of this thing. Uh, we love you. We love your family. Uh, how is the family doing right now during quarantine? Are you guys getting along? Or <laughs> like,
3: well, uh, you know, a lot of you in Illinois know our story. You journeyed with us when uh, we brought Taylor into our home. Uh, Taylor is back in our home uh, with her boyfriend and now two daughters. So uh, to say, are we getting getting along? It, it's it's pretty pretty epic in our house. You know, we laugh because we have every generation represented. We have the newborn baby and the mother-in-law. Uh, so every generation is in my home. There's 10 of us. We have maxed out that quarantine number. So we can't have any visitors to our home because we put ourselves over that, t- that number 10. Uh, but we're having a blast, man. Um, all, Matt, Matt, Abby, and Emma are thriving. Matt's in his second year at James River College, just killing it and uh, it's, it's a lot of fun in the Hoffman Hacienda.
0: <laughs> well, we absolutely love you guys. I know that we miss you a ton. You know, I mean, you're talking about quarantine, and you're talking about just kind of having to uh, be in your home right now, and uh, we are feeling that in Illinois as well. I know that you're in Missouri, and, uh, you know, Illinois, it's just been, it's just been crazy. Uh, it seems like everything's been so strict, and, you uh, we have a lot of students that are at home right now, and we have a lot of our incredible youth pastors that are doing everything that they can to continue serving their students, to meet with them, to be able to disciple them. Um, but what I wanted to talk to you about um, is, is speed the light. One of the things that we need, to, we need to make very clear to our students is that our missionaries are still out there. Our missionaries are still reaching people with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Our missionaries still need our help and our support, like, you know, a lot of things have shut down, but spreading the gospel has not shut down. And so our our need to fuel that and our need to continue helping our missionaries cannot shut down either. So, Eric, our National Speed the Light Director, can you just breathe some life into our students right now uh, about what they should be doing, their heart for Speed the Light in this moment?
3: Yeah, you know, it it, it would be simple for us to completely check out. You know, and to be transparent with you guys, even from the very beginning of this whole quarantine thing, when COVID came out, the struggle for me was, how do I continue to push Speed the Light without sounding insensitive? Yeah. You know, that even within my own family, there's 10 of us in our household. Um, I'm feeding 10 people. And it would be so easy for me, for Liz and I, to stop giving personally to Speed Light in this season because the excuse could be, well, what about us? And then all of a sudden, Chris, I, I start putting together these calls with missionaries like Dick Brogdon. And just this past week, I was talking to Josh Jones from Milan, Italy. And as I was talking to Josh, he told me, you know, I I said, Hey, tell me about your family situation. He said, I have a 10 year old and a seven year old. His seven year old has a ton of health implications. And the question was asked of him, why aren't you coming home? And, uh, In this season, do you have the freedom to come home? He said, well, yeah, sure. My family, we can get on a plane right now and come back to the States. He said, but God called us here. Why would we leave? Yeah. The moment I heard that, like, how can't we continue doing this thing when you look about and there's so many people out there asking for money for things that will eventually burn away But what we give to, Chris, will last forever, eternally. The dollars that we give, the implications that's there, if we stop giving that, we still have missionaries on the field that are counting on us. And it's not about giving our money, okay? Chris, you said this years ago, speed the light spreads the gospel. And I've been running with that across the nation. There's so much heart that came out of that district when I was there you know, small things from pastors saying words like faith is rising, that heartbeat of missions has been planted in Illinois for decades. Okay. So because of that, that seed that's been planted right there, you know, students, I want to encourage you, that, that right there is the reason that we continue to do this thing. And I know it's difficult because you're looking at parents that have been laid off that are out of work and you're, you're asking how, how, if, think of the amount of people in that state. What would it be that if just within your circle, if you were able to get the people in your circle on your on your Facebook or your Insta, those that follow you, if they just donated $1 to Speed of Light, how quickly that would add up? Yeah, that's right. And you know, charity has
0: not gone away. In fact, what I've seen uh, is the opposite. I think charity has increased in this season. I was, uh, I was at home watching television with my with my wife and kids last night. And I saw no less than three commercials asking for my money. Uh, DoorDash was one of them to help give to a charity so that we can keep local restaurants open. And those are all, those are all great things, but I, I love what you said. Those are temporary things. And if charity is alive and well today asking m- for money for temporary things, how much more should Speed the Light be alive and well asking for money for eternal purposes as well? I think that's absolutely spot on. Uh, and, and something that we need to consider. And, you know, we have youth pastors across the state, and, and they know your heart, they know my heart, they know the heart that we have for Speed the Light uh, in the Illinois district. And, you know, I think they're probably feeling that same pressure that you were feeling on a national level like, like okay, so how can I leverage Speed the Light? How can I be asking my students to, to keep this at the forefront when maybe their parents have been laid off? So, what would you yes. say to our youth pastors?
3: Well, first I would, I, you know, I had to really evaluate my own heart, Chris, is speed the light like something that I do, or is it something that I am, Come On, you know? And, and that's what, you know, if missions is something that we just do, then it's eventually, you know, when, when times get tough, of course, we're going to fade away from, from doing it. Okay. And this is a season to where I believe God is testing his people in ways to see what we're faithful to. And, and this isn't a season to where we as leaders are called to live by fear and you know I just came off of a call yesterday and here's what I said like in a and this is what I would encourage leaders with okay more than you're given okay please hear my heart more than you're giving okay God has stripped away every form of hero worship that our students have. Yeah. if you think of it they, they can't watch movies they can't go to the movie theater they can't watch professional, athletes perform okay god is stripped away there used to be a time chris to where we we revered the missionary okay to where there was this extreme honor that we had for those men and women who were called to go when children would hear stories they had hero worship over the men and women who were called to go and who were spreading the gospel this is our season as leaders to, to just kind of fly into flying to the lives of our students and put before them missionaries like we never have before. It's easier for you as leaders right now to contact a missionary and to have them do exactly what Chris and I are doing right now. We're talking to you face-to-face. Students have been wanting and longing to be noticed with emojis for years. Okay, They're looking for the thumbs up. They're looking for the happy face. But now they're seeking the face-to-face. Okay? Gone are the days of the emoji, and in are the days of the interaction like this. They, they desire it. Let's put our missionaries before, and it's not about the money. It's about the missionary. When you hear stories of what your missionaries are still doing, I think of Jeff and Marianne Stone. Okay, um, yeah, I, I'm not going to mention where they're at, but having having their two kids in quarantine in a in a in a hot zone, a hot area, to where they're spreading the gospel, they still count on us, leaders. Yeah. They're still our family. I'm still. Uh, team Illinois, they're still our family. They need us. And there's men and women like that all over our globe that are counting on you and I. And this is truly the test to see if we do speed the light or if speed the light's a part of us. Yeah, that's right. Okay. If, if, if we say we believe in missions and we live it, or if this is just a fad that we go through.
0: Yeah, I love that. I love that. And, you know, one of the things that we always say uh, in Illinois student ministries is ISM is family. And one of the things that I'm hearing from a lot of people right now is I have to think of my family. I have to put my family first. And what I would encourage you leaders is just based on what Pastor Eric was saying here is if family comes first, yeah, I totally agree. So let's take care of our family. Let's take care of our church family. Let's take care of our missionary families that are overseas. Let's take care of our missionary families. Right now, Billy Willis just announced that he's going to become a Youth Alive missionary. So if you're looking for tangible results, you're not going to get more tangible results than Billy Willis showing up uh, at your doorstep and in, in, in teaching your kids how to reach their schools with the gospel of Jesus Christ. I mean, the future of, of missions is going to be very dependent on our heart for missions right here and now is God going to take care of his people absolutely but you have to decide right now if you're going to be a part of it or if you're just going to watch it take place without you Hey, that was a great interview, and uh, we just want to remind you guys to keep the Hoffmans in your prayer. We love Eric. We love Liz. We love the Hoffman family. Eric is doing an incredible job at the national office as our national Speed the Light director. Wanted to remind you guys uh, that that was just a segment of the interview. The full interview is going to be released on all of our social media platforms Uh, On Monday, So make sure that you uh, keep your eyes out for that. It's going to be just an incredible uh, thing for you guys to get a hold of. So to finish off our show today, what we're going to be doing is just playing a a little game. Uh, We're going to be doing this every single week, and this week's game is five questions. Uh, The first one to answer three questions right is going to be the winner, uh, and the loser is going to have to jump into Lake Williamson. So let's just go ahead and roll our game show music. Uh, Buddy, can you go ahead and bring our contestants? their materials let's give it up for uh, our intern buddy barrel good everybody got their stuff awesome thank you so much buddy ready wait ready no i'm not not ready here's here's how this is going to work i'm going to ask you the question you guys are going to write down your answers and when i say reveal your answers you're just going to turn you're going to turn your uh your answers over so the camera can see it ready uh (laughs) <laughs> question number one what is deb heinsman's middle name
1: wow wow <laughs> no.
0: what's deb heinsman's middle name
3: <laughs>
1: do Go, i have the answer
0: <laughs> yeah write down an answer you have to write down something debbie Heinzman's this is this is a fair an unbiased game. So, if you would just please, you're both guessing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't seem unbiased at all. You're on the clock. Oh, God. how long do I have? Uh, I literally 10 more seconds.
1: Uh, you got
2: no answer. Speak something. Right a minute.
0: No, no,
1: no.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay, ready? Let's uh, reveal your answers. Go ahead. Let's we'll see what you got. I said Sue. Sue. That's correct. That's correct. Well done. So Josh has one point. I, I don't think... What did you write? A nothing. What <laughs> you what did... You're old Pam. What did you write? <laughs> Pam. Deborah Pam? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Debbie <Daddy> Pam. <laughs> All right. Get out. Next question. You're bummed. <laughs> Next question. Sphere and unbiased, ready? Question number two. Uh, what did Josh Heinzman have for dinner last night? <laughs> what did Josh Heinzman have for dinner last night? Cole, we need your we need your answer. Communicate with me here. Come on. <laughs>
2: Hang on.
3: Interruption Red three.
2: Hang
1: on. <laughs> wrong. <laughs> wrong, wrong. Okay. There you go uh, first. You had, at least some water. He <laughs> 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 yeah, at least had some water. Nope. nope. <laughs> no, No.
0: Pizza. Uh. Josh, two. Cole, donut. All right, question number three. Question number three. What was Josh's football number at Evangel? Oh, can I call for help? (laughs) There's no lifelines. Can I look at my phone real quick? What? Can I I look at my phone real quick? you have a picture of Josh playing football on your phone? His girlfriend does, that's her profile picture. That's her profile picture. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's also accurate. Sorry, Izzy. Can I, wait,
2: I think.
3: All right, we need answers in five. Okay. Right. Okay, ready? Turn it over.
2: What would you have? 86.
3: Frick, I had 18. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you you right were right there. there. You I were right was almost at it.
0: You were right there. All right. All right. Uh, it is now three to nothing in favor of Josh. Here's the thing, though. Cole, if you can answer the last two questions correctly. It better be legit. We will allow you to win. All right? So you still have a chance. Question number four. No What's Josh Heinzman's favorite food?
1: I lived with you for the whole summer, come on. Time's ticking.
0: I don't know. <sighs>
2: Is it unbiased?
0: <laughs> don't look at me like that. <laughs> Do I know okay. this? I Have you know. told me
2: this? I don't know, probably not. It's trivia there, you're supposed to know the answers to this stuff. <laughs> I just,
0: I feel like if you would pay attention,
2: I know this
1: stuff pretty good. <laughs> stop! Yeah. Stop! Pretty well. Knows? Um, yeah. Screw it. Whatever.
2: Nope. I know. I know it's not.
0: Ready? Tacos. Your Tacos. Burgers. Burgers. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting closer and closer. Okay, here's the deal.
2: I'll make this last one worth five points if you can
0: get it. <laughs> this last one is worth five points. You have a chance. What is God's favorite baseball team? God's favorite baseball team.
2: What if I get it right I still win?
0: Well, yeah. Okay. This is okay. What is God's favorite baseball team? Answer it. <laughs> answer
1: it. All right, you know what? I will answer it.
0: You're writing a lot more than four letters. <laughs> <laughs> St. Louis Cardinals. Okay, first of all, you just wrote St. Louis. 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 There's the That's i. There's you the, the i. <laughs> so, St. Louis Cardinal, uh, you just lost. No, I think uh, I won. won badly. Uh, actually, I don't know. Let's just see. Want maybe me to ask say the big maybe? man. What? I'll ask him right uh, now. It would be the first time you've prayed all week, so go ahead. <laughs> Okay, so that's where I need the. That's where I need the. (laughs) Okay, Josh, what's your answer? Chicago Cubs. Yeah, that's absolutely correct. And Josh Heinzman is our winner for this week, meaning Cole Callies is going to be jumping into Lake Williamson, everybody. So thank you so much. Uh, Yeah, that was really good. That was really good sportsmanship. I mean,. It was a close match. Anybody could have won.
2: Anybody. Literally.
0: But I think now it's time for us to get out to Lake Williamson. And just let me go ahead and uh, help you guys understand something. It is frosty. (laughs) Frosty. Frosty. Hey, uh, so we are here at uh, my house on one of the docks uh, at Lake Williamson Christian Center. And uh, Cole Callies lost the game fair and square. Uh, so now he has to jump into a pretty chilly, uh, Lake Williamson. So Cole, do you have any final words?
1: That's his last one. That's it? That's
0: <laughs> it. Deep sigh. Deep sigh. Cole?
2: And In you go. Oh. Fine. All right,
1: three, two, one. Whoa!
3: Oh. Is it buddy gets, Buddy coming with the tail.
1: Ah uh. oh! Let's go give him love. Come on. Oh, I know how much you love
2: hugs,
0: Chris. <laughs> hey, that was a lot of fun. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Make sure you tune in next week. We're gonna have our guests. Billy Willis talking about Youth Alive, and we're gonna have Caitlin Hafner coming in and talking to us about what she's doing to reach students in her community. See you later. Peace out.
2: (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye.